In this video, we're looking at two things. The amount of impressions slash views our brand, BDGE. If you guys are new here, I run a little sports media company, BDG, known as Big Dogs Gotta Eat. So we're going to look at the last month and take a look at all the views that we've gotten on all the major platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, how much money we've made as a company based strictly off of the social platforms paying us directly. And then compare that to how much we've made purely from selling our own product. And the point of this video, hopefully, is to open the eye of content creators, brands, or companies, whatever, people who are just like passionate about this shit. It's to open the eyes the correct way on how you should be utilizing these social platforms. They are to be used. They are to be utilized, not to be depended on. Whatever your goal is, if you don't know the right direction you're supposed to be going in, no matter how hard you're working, there's a good chance you're just working really hard in a direction that's going to leave you further off in the long run. Now I'm making this video as someone who has been putting themselves out there making social content on the internet for 10 years now. I started off vlogging. A year or two later, I started making videos. A year or two later, I started making money. A year or two later, I started making serious money. A year or two after that, I started building a business around it. So long story short, that's about my decade in the content game. Up to this point, I've experienced probably like like 90 to 95% of what any individual creator will go through throughout those points. The good, the bad, the platforms, the money, the team, the software, the hardware, the cameras, the lighting, the equipment, everything in between, up top, behind, frontwards, backwards, past, present, future, doesn't matter. I've been there. You know, that's the point of the video. It was inspired by a few things. First off, this tweet from Twitter. Today is the day. Ads revenue sharing is now live for eligible creators globally. Set up payouts within monetization to get paid for posting. We want X to be the best place on the internet to earn a living as a creator. And this is our first step in rewarding you for your efforts. Now I saw that and I was like, cool, let me check it out as we're a company that posts, you know, five, six, seven times a day on Twitter. I wanted to see what the qualifications were. I wanted to see how that transferred over in, into monetization. And to my surprise, we were not qualified to actually monetize on our account. And that sent me a little bit for a loop and not because I was like, we deserve money, but I'll get into why later. Secondly, the TikTok creativity program pays creators strictly based off your views, qualified views after like five seconds or longer on videos that are 60 seconds or longer. And we as a brand have seen a lot of success monetarily with that over the last month. And then we also have a few YouTube channels right now that are doing really, really well. So I thought it was like a well-rounded portfolio of platforms, of monetization avenues that I could dive into from very personal experience that some people might have some of it, some people might have none of it. But what I've learned, and I learned this a long time ago, and now I just have a lot more experience and hands-on facts and evidence to kind of back up the way I'd always been thinking. I'm not complaining about making money on these platforms because if you're a creator that expects to make money from these platforms, you're already dead in the fucking water. And I'm not saying you can't, but if that's what you're depending on, is going to be problematic in the long run. I learned long ago that selling something, selling your own product or service or subscription directly to your audience is the single best way to monetize as a creator as well as build longevity and something sustainable. So with all that fucking yapping out here, let's get into the actual platforms. And we'll start off with TikTok. Now I've taken screenshots of our analytics and our dashboards for basically every platform. And I apologize if these are like a few days off because I took the screenshots when I started doing a little bit of research for this video. I don't think anything crazy will have happened within the last couple of days that the numbers really shift dramatically. So if you look on TikTok from June 27th to July 27th, a month period, we have gotten 20 million video views. And over that same time span, because of the TikTok creativity program, we've made a little bit over $6,000 from 20 million views. The TikTok creativity program is 
by far and away, in my opinion, the single best way I've seen a platform actually pay creators. And I mean that from strictly making organic content. In order to qualify for the TikTok creativity program, I do think you have to have a minimum certain number of followers. I'm not sure if it's 5,000 or 10,000, but in order for the videos to qualify themselves, they have to be longer than 60 seconds. So I think it's a conscious effort by TikTok to be like, the content on our platform is shitty. Everything is three seconds, six seconds, 12 seconds of really low quality, just like in your face, blasting your face piece of shit content to be honest with you so i think this is a way to say hey like if you guys want to get paid for making content we're happy to do that but we want it to be longer and we want it to be higher quality so it needs to be over 60 seconds a view only counts if the view was more than five seconds of the entire video and there might be like one or two other ultimatums for it but six thousand dollars over the course of a month is it, it's not not serious money but if you look at the graph obviously like it kind of ebbs and flows on uh, on average we're, we're making anywhere from like a 150 to 250 a day we had a big day where we made over like 500 dollars. but sustainably i think we could pull in anywhere from like three thousand to five thousand dollars a month doing this but this could be taken away like at any time our content could stop being good on the platform or stop getting pushed on the platform they might realize that they're giving away too much money and they're saying like hey you know your cpm or what you're getting paid per a thousand views which ours is 93 cents we might actually split that in half and now you're getting 45 cents they could do anything they want on any given day that they want but tiktok's a good one for us so let's talk about youtube so right now we have two youtube channels we have just BDG, the regular channel, which is all fantasy football stuff. And then we also started a trivia channel, BDG NFL trivia channel. We kicked off, I want to say about a month ago, and that's doing so well. The BDG fantasy football channel has 100,000 subscribers. The NFL trivia, I want to say as I'm filming this, is around 16,000 subs. So with the fantasy channel, over the last 28 days, we've gotten 655,000 views on it. On the trivia channel, over the last 28 days, we have gotten 500,000 views on it. Now here's the revenue from it, Google AdSense. For the fantasy channel, we've made a little under $300. Now, I want to preface this by saying we basically get demonetized on like 90% of our videos because we either put highlights of NFL players or we put music that we like, whatever, and I'm totally fine doing that. And we get this question a lot. Will you get like copyright strikes? And they almost, I don't think they ever give out copyright strikes anymore what happens is typically you'll put a song or a highlight or something in it and whoever's original content it was like the nfl or fucking drake or whoever it was the monetization will go to them or you'll be in like an ad sharing thing where you're splitting the monetization so the way i look at it is like i would rather have higher quality content and not make you know fucking 30 dollars off the video from adsense than not have the highlights which people and consumers and the people who follow our shit actually enjoy to me it's not worth diluting the product to make an extra 20 to 30 dollars so i want to preface by saying like if we did monetize every one of our videos on the fantasy channel that number might be closer to like 1200 or 1500 a month on the trivia channel over the last 28 days we've made about 900 dollars. now i want to say like where you see that big spike that's when we turned on monetization so the channel's only been alive for about a month we turned monetization on adsense on about halfway through that and we saw a massive spike the first day and i was like whoa we're about to make serious fucking money but then it came right back down to earth. And to be honest with you, I'm not actually sure why that, it might've just been like, we got all of the ads coming in on the very first day and we got like all the back pay from that or some shit. I'm not really sure, but clearly everything kind of evened out. And now we're at a place where we're probably making like 20 to $30 a day based off the views. So collectively between the two channels that have 116,000 subscribers and have over a, like a million and a half views over the last month, we've made about $1,200 from that. So let's move over to Twitter now, okay? 
And I'll just say for Twitter and Instagram, Instagram does not have a monetization feature that I'm aware of right now. So we have made zero money off Instagram for Twitter. We saw the ad revenue share thing go up. Here are the qualifications for this. You need to be subscribed to Twitter Blue or verified organization. So we have Twitter Blue. We pay like $8 a month for it on the BDG account. You have to have 500 followers, which is not a very high benchmark. You have to have at least 15 million impressions on your posts within the last three months. So three months, 90 days. Split 15 million impressions by 90 days, you have to average 167,000 impressions on your Twitter account a day over the next 90 days. I don't know about you, but that's fucking insane. Now, here is the problem I have with it. The way that they worded it is where I have the problem. They're allowed to run Twitter however they want. Elon can run X into the fucking ground, into the sky. He could do it whatever he wants. I could care less. My problem is with the communication of this. In their tweet, they say, we want X to be the best place on the internet to earn a living as a creator. If they had added in, we want X to be the best place on the internet to earn a living as a well-established creator, makes perfect sense based on those thresholds. Have absolutely no fucking problem with that. If you want to be the best place on earth for creators to make a living, end of story, period, those thresholds are so fucking high. In order to hit those thresholds, you need to have 20,000 followers. You need to have 30,000 followers, 50,000. And Jack was in the comments, you know, joking around and being like, imagine not hitting that. And then he said he was 2 million impressions short over the last three months. And Jack has 50,000 followers on Twitter. I know he said it's not like an intention of his to get to that view count. And he could have with a couple more tweets, but he's relatively active on Twitter. He has a very large account and he still didn't get there. So I've got no problem with them putting very high thresholds on it, but they need to communicate very clearly to creators and brands and companies what they're actually looking for, who their actual target audience is to monetize on the platform. Don't be like, we want everybody to come create and make money and then put fucking Olympic sized bars on it. The actions and the in intentionality behind the words don't really match right now. But what I think if they want to make it more intentional, do something like, okay, in order to qualify, yes, you still have to maybe have 500,000 or a million impressions over the three month period, which is way more achievable, but have some kind of minimum requirement where you post at least three videos a week that are 60 seconds or longer. That promotes, I think, a healthy creator environment and really good intentions for creators. I could care less. You could throw, Twitter can give us $1,000 a month from our contents. It will not change how we operate and doesn't move the needle for us at all. This is me just speaking objectively about how I think the Twitter monetization interacts with creators out there. That's me kind of moving through like the platforms. And I'll just throw this chart on here to like recap the number of impressions that we have and the revenue that we've made. And I want people, the, what I want people to take away from this is not me flexing. I, I don't give a fuck about these numbers. What I want you guys to take away from this is that like trying to depend on, even if you got to the level that we are, which is it, it, it attainable, a ton of people have more followers than we do, but like just getting to this level is what will get you this type of payment. It's not realistic to have that as your goal, but selling a product or a service can get you to this monetization level so quickly. And here's the real takeaway here. If every one of these platforms started charging us and charging us a significant amount of money just to be able to use them and post on them with no payment in return, like TikTok creativity program banished, YouTube AdSense was banished, and we had to pay to utilize the platform as creators, I'd do it in a heartbeat because these are all market marketing platforms to get your word out, to get your expertise out, to talk to people, to build an audience, to build a fan base, to build loyalty so that you can segue into whatever your actual business is. These are just storefronts. These are just marketing platforms. I use this comparison all the time. The modern day creator is a mom and pop store. And every view that you get on your content is someone 
walking into your store. It is foot traffic. People complaining about not getting paid for making their content. It's like the equivalent of someone opening up a store and then complaining that the person who owns the land or owns the building isn't paying them for getting foot traffic into the door. Now, as promised, we're going to go into our products now or our single product right now and compare it in terms of monetarily how much we made versus just the platforms. I'm trying to think about the best way to communicate this. We're going to talk about the one product right now that we're selling direct to the audience, which is our draft guide, right? If you're not in the fantasy football space, basically we put together this long, almost like online magazine. We're selling it as a PDF this year with everything that you kind of need for your fantasy football draft. And we sell it at a price of $25 on our website, bdge.shop. However, we're partnered with someone within the fantasy space or the DFS space, just the sports media space in general. And our objective with the partnership with them is to get people onto their platform using their product, using their surface. And one of the big incentives that we have to get people on there is that if they go to the platform and they deposit money onto it using our code BDGE, they get our draft guide for free. So they get our product for a discounted price by using our code on our partner's website. So the partnership, the way it works in the fantasy space, when you work with a company, Underdog or Prize Picks, Mojo or Monkey Knife Fight, FanDuel or DraftKings or whoever, basically they will work with your company or you as an individual creator, give you a promo code. And then for everyone that you get to sign up with a promo code, they will pay you anywhere from 40 up to $150. Sometimes like the FanDuel's DraftKings because they have a tough time getting new customers will pay you up to like $300, $400, which sounds insane. But the reason they do it, the reason it makes sense is because they've figured out that the lifetime value of the customer getting them onto the platform is worth five times that. So if we're getting paid $50 for everyone that we bring onto a new platform because they want to get our draft guide, it works well because the platform knows that that customer is actually worth, you know, $500 or $1,000, whatever the fucking case may be. I don't have their equation or algorithm here, but we're getting paid double what we would be getting paid for the person who just purchases normally. The customer only has to put $10 onto the platform to get a $25 product. Plus they usually with these deals that these companies make will give them other incentive on top. Like it doubles the amount that whatever you put down $10, you'll have $20 on your account. So you get like a hundred percent deposit match. That's how those types of partnerships work. We're able to sell our product for $25 raw or getting people to sign up to incentivize to get them the product. They only pay $10 for it. We're getting $50 on the kickback. Over the last week, right? I, I was showing you the money and the views that we've got and, and made over the last month on those social platforms. We were just looking at the last week of numbers. We had 84 raw orders of the draft guide over the last seven days, which if you do the math, 84 times 25 is $2,100, I think. So one week, the last week, which if you're running a business is not going to pay rent, salaries, all this kind of stuff. When we look at the number of signups that we pulled in last week by incentivizing people to get our draft guide for a discounted price. This is just last week, 296 signups. Again, simple math will tell you 296 times 50, just under $15,000. That was just last week. Now, this is a popular time for us. Sometimes these numbers are going to be a lot lower than that throughout the next month or so as people are really ramping up for fantasy. They will probably continue increasing and we we make a lot of our money. This time of the year, July, August is hugely impactful for us financially. It's when we make a lot of our money. You could do that math and we're looking at, well, like 16, 17, $18,000 over the last week just from our product. If you pace that out to the month, we're making what, 10, 15, 20 times more via the product than we were through the social platforms. Despite getting what a collectively fucking 25 million impressions over the last month. And that's literally that number's super inflated just because TikTok just opened up the creativity program. Before that, the money was shit. It would have been 50, 100 times more via our own product than the actual platforms themselves. And I also want you to keep in mind again, I really don't want this to come off as flexing, but this is just our one product. This does not 
not count any of our other products, any merch, any monthly membership stuff, flat cash sponsorship deals, which is another very, very revenue heavy part of our business. But I also want to keep this relatable to individual create because not everyone's going to be able to pull in big sponsorship deals, but everyone can sell their own product. I'm showing this to you guys to just show you really how the creator economy works right now. The best creators are going to be the ones that have a little bit of business savvy behind them. There are so many tools out there now that allow you to build products and go straight to your audience with them. Connect the value that you give to your audience with the product or service that you want to sell. And it's going to be, and build something you're proud of. That's what selling comes down to. I consider myself probably one of the better sales people in this entire industry. And I would be horrible in an actual sales role at a company. The only reason I can sell things is because I just believe in what I'm talking about. That's what good selling is. You're good at connecting and networking with people if you're comfortable with who you are. That is the same way selling a product works. People can sense that shit inside of you. If you're coming off with passion and you believe in what the product is, and most of all, you believe that you're giving them value, like you're adding to their, you're not subtracting money from them, you're actually adding value to their life. And I wanna end with this. All of this is is not, it's not me telling you to go out right now and create a product and go to try to sell it to your audience. In my opinion, you need one of two things in order to be at that level. One, you have to earn the right to sell. You have to have spent a ton of time, effort, energy, legitimately blood, sweat, and tears into giving and giving and giving and giving and educating and entertaining and et cetera and all the above before you even think about selling. We're living in a social world where so many creators have a sense of entitlement because videos go viral so often nowadays. The old like follower count mindset borderline means nothing nowadays. The only thing that really translate into sustainability is whether or not you've built a community and a real brand and you guys tell the story of what you're building. Having a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. It's cool. It means almost nothing, but there's a lot of people that have this self-fulfilling entitlement based on those numbers, which is going to get them in a lot of trouble over the next five, 10 years. So I said, there was two things that I thought would be okay for you to go out and sell the product. One was you got to earn that fucking right. First of all, as soon as you start selling to your audience, the relationship changes. The energy that you have towards them changes up. And the earlier you do that, the worse it's going to be for you. And number two, you have to be pulled or compelled to sell what you're selling. If you're making a product just for the sake of making a product, it's not going to end well. But if you have an internal pull where you're like, oh, this would be so fucking cool. I really want to, I'm solving a problem here. I'm doing something that someone keeps asking me for, and I'm the right person to do it. Or I just think this is innovative. I'm the first to do this. I'm the best to do this. That type of pull is what will make your product successful. Anything less than that, and you should not be going to market with it. I'm not saying the product itself has to be perfect, but the intent has to be perfect. Anything less than that, and it will fall short in the long term, I promise you. So like most of these videos, the ending that I need to leave y'all with is just this shit just takes so much longer than you initially anticipated. You've got to be in this for the long run. You've got to love what you're doing. You've got to be okay with the ups and the downs. You can't be doing it for money because the best way to make money online is by not trying to make money. And the worst way to make money online is by trying to make money. I know that sounds weird, but if you're, if you've been in my position, then you understand what I'm talking about. But I hope this kind of opens your eyes to like the power of building that connection with your audience. And once they really fuck with what you're saying, once they really resonate with what you're saying, you can give them more of it at a premium level. And that allows you to get them to open up their wallet for you. And you could do that at scale and you don't have to feel scummy doing it. So in the same way that don't put out a, a product or a service unless you feel a pull to do it. That's what this piece of content was. I just felt like I needed to get it out there. It was just inside of me. And 
It's the way I operate when it pertains to content. So I hope you all enjoyed. I hope this was helpful in some sense. Please let me know if it was down below. If you're new to the big content channel, then subscribe, please. Me and Jack do a weekly podcast as well as I'll do some individual Q and A's like this, but more target and specific each week. We're just talking about the creator economy basically and everything in between. So thank you for watching and I'll see y'all eventually.